You grew up knowing you could do anything. As a soldier in the U.S. Army, you'll test your limits and feel the pride of doing things you never thought possible. With guaranteed training in one of more than 150 career fields, up to $40,000 cash enlistment bonus, you'll earn a steady paycheck, get money for college, and gain valuable experience while you learn how to be a valued team leader. To find out more, call your local Army recruiter or visit us at GoArmy.com. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. You're listening to From the Cheap Seats with Chris DeLambert and Brandon Atkins. You may not like your seats, but you'll love the show. All right, welcome to the NBA Finals Edition from the Cheap Seats. I'm Chris DeLambert, Brandon Atkins, Professor Trent Nichols. We are a man down today. Two men. No. Three? No. Three men down. No, just just Bricky. We're hurt. Ricky. He got a concussion? Is he in concussion He's in protocol? concussion protocol. Pulled a hammy? He, Ricky pulled a hammy. It's more likely that, more likely that Brick, he was Ricky. imbibing adult beverages and bumped his head. You're talking um, about Bricky. It's like a man and a half. Dude. It is. That's a big deal. <laughs> half man, half amazing. Oh, jeez. Oh. Kissing, kissing up to him before you I, destroy him. Huh? Yeah. Well, I got to be nice before I destroy him on air. You guys think I'm going to be obnoxious today? I mean, I'm... Well, when you dunk on him, are you going to uh, chest bump him? No. Nah. It's probably not a good idea. I didn't think so. Probably not a great idea. No. LeBron, you can do that. Uh, Jason Tatum, yeah. you ain't ready. Oh. But Robert Bricky is not here, nor is Dave Kaplan, nor is DJ Schleprock. Hmm. Um, man, I don't... Eesh. Fighting an uphill battle. I feel Should like just LeBron cancel. without Kevin Love. Let's cancel it. See... I see it differently. Like, we're down to our core unit now. Okay. Hmm. Me, you, and Trent. The three amigos. We're, we're in the trenches. So we're like Jordan, Pippen, Rodman. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I'm Rodman, I'm happy. Yeah. yeah you, so I don't yeah, want to score. You're definitely I just want to get rowdy. Rodman of the group. Get yeah, we rowdy. got our back against the wall. We don't need superstars up in here. Like, we're about to, we're about to do this. I got, I'm looking at you, and I was trying to figure out what's different. Yeah. It's the readers. Yeah, I finally broke You down. told me about them, and I didn't realize. It wasn't a real thing until just now. Yep. And they're not on your face. I don't think you understand exactly how readers work. <laughs> well, no, I can see <coughs> most print, uh-huh. but, you know, I need some help every once in a while. And, like, so I just have learned to carry them around with me. Man. Nice. I'm officially old, though, for real. I'm not happy about it, but I'm kind of over it already. It's I told like you when week. we when, when you and I talked about the readers, I'm going the Robert Bricky route. I'm going to wait until I'm 50. Okay. It may I may result in a car accident. It may be a clear misunderstanding of a contract somewhere. There may be a big big mistake that comes in life. See, I need the readers because I'm too proud. Yeah, yes, you knocked that over. Oof. But um, yeah, I'm going to hold off until I'm 50. I got three more years. I'm going to hang in there. Did did you hear – do you remember my advice about the readers, though? I do. Would you like me to repeat it to you? Yes. Go for so it. So he calls me to tell me that he's got readers. And we had been talking about this. And, and Bricky brought this thing up because he said he wasn't going to get him until he's 50. He's 50. He's got readers, but he doesn't wear them. My wife has readers. She doesn't wear them. Brandon tells me, here's – what you do when you get readers. You don't worry about how they look on you. You worry about how they look on your significant other. 
So his whole thing is that he got them, doesn't care if they look good on him. And I'm trying to like visualize. Let's let's see. Yeah, you definitely didn't buy those with you in mind. That's clear. But he bought them so that his girlfriend could wear them. And he's concerned about how they look on her. Because on in every man's psyche, <laughs> there is a librarian thing going on. Uh, I don't know what that oh. is. It's a genetic. It's an ingrained thing. Took a while to get there. I yeah. was wondering. I mean, but isn't his girlfriend like 22? No. 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 I and mean, Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, she is. No, I mean, she we, is significantly more attractive than he is. That's we went, what I will say. We went on a double date, and I thought the guy on the other side, as soon as she used the readers, was going to jump over the table, punch me in the face, and try to sweep her off her feet. But that's true story. And she did. She looked pretty amazing. I got to be honest. Very good. So this weekend, all of America was hoping to get Boston and Houston into the finals. Mm. And if you look at Houston, Houston had two bites at the apple. And if you took the composite from the first half of both of those games, they won by about 25. (laughs) And then the third quarter happened twice. And James Harden had a great season. You cannot take anything away from the season that Harden had. Clearly the MVP, I think we all agreed. However, just in case anybody got MVP confused with best player on the planet, LeBron James showed what that meant over on the other side in the East. So first of all, before this gets out of control, because I don't care what else we plan for today, this LeBron thing is going to stretch on for 45 minutes. I have no doubt. I want to talk about the Houston Golden State Series. It was a foregone conclusion two years ago that Golden State was going to be in this position as long as they kept this team intact. This is the first time, really, I think that anybody thought they might be in trouble and might not make it out of the West. That Golden State team, to me, is kind of funny right now. They're in a funny place. When they are playing well and moving the ball and playing in rhythm, they are as good a basketball team as I've ever seen. Does anybody disagree with that? No, man. Right there with you. When the offense breaks down and they get out of that rhythm, they look pretty ordinary. And to see game seven, to watch them play the first quarter and the second quarter and look as bad as they did, and Houston, who wasn't playing particularly well, to be up 11 going into halftime, I never thought for one second Houston's going to win this ballgame. Okay, and I know I'm going to get yelled at here, but you watched the third quarter, right? Mm-hmm. There's a very little margin of error. Like in a third quarter against Golden State, I found that the refs called it a little differently than they've been calling it all year long. Let me make you um, give you a couple of examples. Eric Gordon absolutely got pistol whipped on the baseline when he clearly had access to the ball. Second thing is, the other thing too happened when uh, Durant hit that really important three-pointer straight ahead. 
the ball was you know bouncing all over the place. People were getting fouled. No calls. No calls. Then I thought I would be entertained by the fact that Harden wouldn't get that off the pick three point call that he's gotten the entire season, and he didn't get it. Two call two plays in a row. Yeah. Now, and that's the biggest frustration I have with this is that if you're going to give the dude th- that same play all year long, why are you going to change it in a game seven of a Western Conference Finals game that's as important a game as Harden's ever played in? Okay, two so things. So why do you take that? And then don't you think it kind of shifted right then and there? I thought it did. I, I think that the momentum at that point turned – I don't put it on the officials. Let's go back to the Harden situation. Yep. Harden's got to be smarter than that. One of those, he was clearly hit on the arm. Just a non-call. Should have got the call. Should have been at the free throw line for three call for, for three free throws. The second one, he went looking for contact. Come on, man. But that's the that's the same call I, he's gotten all year. And, I, and that's how he you. plays, though, Chris. I, I, Harden looks for contact it. on everything. And by the way, I hate the way he plays. How many times have I come on here and talked about the Euro step in that call? The ISO. All year long. I don't like ISO offense that they play. But I don't, I don't like problem. the offense either, and that's a whole different issue. The thing that I'm saying, and yes, it is the way the Harden plays, but in a big moment, when you need to turn the momentum back, if that's the best you've got is to – basically flop on offense and hope that the referees give you the call, that's as passive a way as I can think of to try to get the momentum. I understand what you're saying, but you know these little um, puppy feeding dishes, these trainers where they push the button and a little food drops out, and then you push (laughs) the button, you train it. If all year long you've been getting that call, why would you not go back to the exact same bread and butter play that you've done all year long when you've gotten? But that's dogs? the same excuse they used. Why when they missed twenty-seven three-pointers in a row? Twenty-seven in a row, and they were shoot. They shot fifteen percent or sixteen percent for the three-point line. Why, if you were shooting sixty-two percent from two, would you not try to stop this big swing? 33 to 15, they got outscored in the third quarter. 33 to 15. And you're driving to the lane and you're getting layups, you're getting dunks, and you're hitting two pointers, and your three's not there. Take some of that and maybe you score 10 more points and you're not going to be down that much. That sounds good, but you're going to change what you've been doing all year long, like in the third quarter. Look, dude, it's game seven. You just missed twenty-seven in a row. And 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 with Harden, there are two components to his game. One is to throw up threes. The other is to penetrate and use that Euro step and get to the ten. And it just went away completely in the second half. And Mark Mike D'Antoni is not off the hook here either. Mm-mm. Trevor Ariza went O for twelve. From the field, you're starting small forward, which is an offensive position. You have to get production there. Got zero. This is a guy who has been classified as a 3 and D guy. 
He was one of the only one that has championship experience. I, I got it. He and I'm not trying to take away from, from Trevor Ariza. <laughs> Trevor Ariza is a very underrated defender. He's baller. He's, he's not, the type of, of player that you need to have he, a championship team. And Houston's not going to be able to keep him next year because – the masses nope. have seen how he can play throughout the playoffs. Well, like, I'm, I'm I mean, a big it, just This is his eighth team? Well, I mean, I mean, well, he's been with the Rockets like four times. I think this is his second trip through. <laughs> I think this is his eighth stop. And he's one of those guys that's never been able to settle in. He's underrated. I agree he's a, he's a championship component. But that's because primarily of his defense and his spacing. But when you don't have your shot, stop taking it. That's like a pitcher checking into a game and in the first inning can't locate his curveball. Stop throwing the curveball yeah, for a while. Everything falls into what Brandon was saying is if you're going to call the fouls all year, then you got to keep calling the fouls all year. If you're going to shoot the three and that's how you won 65 games or whatever, then you got to shoot the three. If Trevor Ariza is a three-point shooter, then he's not going to stop. That has okay. always been my biggest gripe with championship games in series. The, the way they're the called, you, 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 it is. You're not lying. Well, I think they were actually a lot. The refs, I always, like them more lenient though. If like, they didn't, they let, would be controlling the game too much. Let them play, but good God, when there's clear contact and if certain plays are called, the you know the rhythm and the pace of the game needs to maintain just like the whole regular season has happened. Otherwise, you get confused, and there's zero a coach can do about that during the course of the game when he's lost potentially his best player of that series in CP3. What is Dan Tony supposed to do about that? Well, I'll tell you something that he's supposed to do about it. Clay Thompson had three fouls inside of about seven minutes. Oh, and he had three fouls that, up inside 55 seconds. Okay, but here's here's my point. After that, this is a t- Golden State switches off everything, just like Houston does. If I want to get Harden onto Clay Thompson, it's really easy to do. Have Thompson's guy come set the screen. It never happened. Yeah. It never happened. And Thompson was able to play most of the rest of the game because they sat him for a little while. And the commentators at the time were, well, he may have to stay. We're going to hold him until about five minutes left in the second half, second quarter. But no, he was right back in to start the second quarter. But Houston never went after him. That was an opportunity they left on the table. We'll finish that thought on the other side. You're listening to From the Cheap Seats in Sanford, North Carolina. Krista Lambert, Brandon Atkins, two American patriots trying to make sports talk radio great again. The V Foundation and board member Robin Roberts are dedicated to declaring victory over cancer by funding cutting-edge research. Jim Valvano's greatest legacy is the V Foundation. You can help join the fight, give the gift of time. We need passion, we need teamwork and momentum. The time to act is now. There's not a moment to lose. Every dollar counts, every day counts. To find out how you can join us to defeat cancer, please visit jimmyv.org. Welcome back to From the Cheap Seats. All right, welcome back to From the Chief Seats. We're breaking down the Houston-Golden State game. Before the break, I wondered how come they didn't go after Klay Thompson on the defensive end and try and get him into further foul trouble. The other thing is that Houston had a formula that was working very well in the first half. Capella was rolling to the rim and was a force. 
He was dominating the offensive boards. He was getting the he was converting the alley oops. He was converting the pick and roll. He was sort of trailing Harden as he went to the ten, and then in the second half, it was like Capella had the flu. I don't know what happened because he just disappeared and didn't play in a lot of critical moments and and just wasn't a part of the offense anymore. It's just really bizarre to me how Houston throughout this entire series was always slow to react. Now, from game to game, they made adjustments. But in the game, you're taking Golden State, which throughout the playoffs and even the regular season was a great team in the third quarter for a lot of different reasons. But they seem to win the battle at halftime every time coming out, coming back after the uh, after the break. I just think it goes back to the fact that in the last minute of Game Five, CP3 gets hurt. Then the rest, like Ariza included, like that one three that he took late in the game, all shooting off the hip. Everybody started trying to do too much, you know. And when you lose potentially the top six, seven point guard in the league off your team, yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have problems beating Golden State. To me, it's as simple as that, and it doesn't make for good, super good radio. But it's as simple as that. You lose Chris Paul, then what are you gonna do? Like, I mean, how many adjustments can you make against? And I, who was on um, Lance? Uh, on who? I'm sorry, um, Thompson, Clay Thompson. Ariza. So Ariza. So Ariza should go at him, go to the basket. No. That's what you're saying. Well, no, when no, 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 no. When Thompson Ariza got should his be fouls. coming up to, take, to set the pick yeah. so that Thompson ends up switching on to Gordon or to Harden. Yeah. Okay. That would have been – that to me was – Two out of his three fouls were against Harden yeah. when they did switch. And then they just stopped. Right. Okay, I see I what mean, you're saying. I mean, this is what you do. The third quarter, Golden State in game six and in uh, game seven outscored Houston – 66 to 31. So play your best defense in the third quarter. Do whatever it takes to weather that storm with or without CP3. And it is a, and it is a, a doggone shame that Chris Paul missed these last two games because it may have made the difference. And if you want to talk about a guy with a good mid range game, he's one of the few in the NBA that you point to, and that's a strength. Because he's not a great finisher at the rim. He's not a great three-point shooter. He's a good distributor of the ball, good ball handler, and he has a nice mid-range game. Maybe he would have been the guy that could have found some space, knocked down a couple of those jumpers, and stopped the bleeding. I sent one of my favorite Twitter channels is ESPN Stats and Info. They're prodigious with the things that they come up with. I actually sent them a question because they come up with some some weird stats sometimes, and you're like, wow, they're, they're mind-blowing. I wanted to know, and still do, is there any team in the history of the NBA who has missed 27 straight three-point attempts in a game and won a ball game? The fact that Houston missed 27 straight and still was in the ball game with three minutes to go is unbelievable. And it's so disappointing because if they convert a couple of those, and they had a couple, Gerald Green rattled one out. Eric Gordon had one rattle out. You take a couple of possessions, now all of a sudden you're talking about something different. Houston's in the final. The window, when you have a behemoth like Golden State in a conference like that, you're only going to get so many bites at the apple. 
So whether or not Houston can reset, come back, and make it to the conference finals again next year is completely up in the air. So let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about it. Okay. What do they have to do? They won't – if they keep everything the same, which they have – Chris Paul is an unrestricted free agent. Capella is an unrestricted free agent. Ariz is an unrestricted free agent. If they re-sign those dudes and have everybody else the same, they ain't going to beat Golden State. So what are they going to do? That's a great question. It's questionable that they can even get all those pieces back for next year. So what are they going to go after? It's going to be really interesting. I think Ariza is a replaceable part. I do think he's an important component. It's going to come down how many dollars he wants. Paul's going to want a max deal. Now, Houston's best poised because they have bird rights. They can re-sign him for more than anybody else can. Capella's the problem. Capella is a very nice piece. Capella's a young guy that kind of came out of nowhere. It only takes one team to step up and give him something close to a max offer. Houston's screwed. With Harden and Paul tying up that much space, I don't know how they're going to be able to hold on to Capella and when you talk about athletic bigs, there just aren't a whole lot of them out there. Well, on top of that, if you're looking to add stars, how many people want to play with Harden? I don't know that there's a lot of people that want to come play with James Harden and like see him. I give him a pass for this series. He obviously lost his three-point shot. Whether he was tired or whatever – it's well documented. I don't like his game. Don't like the Euro step. Don't like the flopping. Don't like anything that he does. But he's still a good player. And it's not on him. He just lost his shot. You know well, what I mean? But who is going to want to come and play and give that amount of shots up to Harden? Bring the ball up. The key, no, the key is Chris Paul. They have to reset. If they're going to get who you just whispered, LeBron James, they need to sign Chris Paul. Why? Chris Paul is the godfather of LeBron James's kids. Chris Paul talks to LeBron James every single day. So LeBron James could say, okay, Chris, let's go. You, me, and Harden will do it, but you guys have to keep Capella. And how do they, the GM of the Rockets have to pull off another miracle to do it? Because right now, with the roster they have, they're $130 million invested in this team. That's $30 million over the projected salary cap. So there's going to be a ton of sacrifice that they would have to do to get LeBron. Maybe he can do it. Do you guys really think LeBron James wants to play in Houston with James Harden? Dude, are you kidding? Where is he going to go to win a championship? What better? Do you want me to hit you? No, no, no. What what better way? What better way? I'm going to – because we'll get to – let's We'll get more LeBron, but go. All right, we'll save save it. But, like – We'll save what you know where I'm going. With I, I that. do. So I'll I th- hold up. I'll but hold I think up. I think that it is when you look at possible landing spots for LeBron, and we, we're way ahead of ourselves because we still got the finals to go. But when you look at potential landing spots, you've got to find teams that have got the stones to do it, and Houston obviously does. You've got to find some place that can make it work numbers wise. And you've got to have legitimate stars to go with. LeBron, after this season, cannot possibly want to be in a situation again where he has to be the guy 82 times a, a, a year. And I think I know you the too. Playoffs. There is, I, I think there is a very, very slim chance that LeBron James will ever win an Eastern Conference title again because 
he is not going to be in the East. I'm telling you, okay. no matter what you so guys, because you guys think the same thing, but you're not that smart. I, I don't, I'm he just is trolling. not going to stay Chris, in the East. Chris, All right, Brandon, where did, do you think LeBron you James is going to wind up? Did you hear Trent just I, say? I agree with him. But did you hear him say that we're both not that smart? No, I mean, yes. I, I'm not going to take he, it that way. He just said that. I'm not going to take so it that way. Let's let's build up to this. Like, so Golden State's out. He wouldn't do like a Durant and go try to go to Golden State. The money's not right anyway. But pride would keep him from do, pulling a Durant. Golden no, State could be no, in. No, no, no. I'm not hold willing up, to give that up, much credit to up, his pride. Hold up. The money cannot work in Golden State. He would State. not go to Golden State to win a the. What two or three championships that he needs? If right, so Durant, look, if Durant opts out of his contract, there's plenty of money for LeBron. He's not going to Golden State. I, listen, Durant. If not Durant going opted out and left Golden State, I don't know why LeBron wouldn't. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that Golden State team is okay. is going to fall apart yet. But so, I don't think that you could rule them out across the board and say, "No, nah, he's not going to go team up with Curry." Okay, so let's start. Eliminating teams. Golden State's out, right? Do y'all agree? I agree because I think Durant is not going anywhere. Okay, let's go back to the East. The Sixers, one Embiid season-ending injury away from being out of contention. Do you think that's a good? Fit no, I think Philly. I think Philly is the only place. One of I think Philly is one of two places that are a possibility in the East. I think that Miami is a distinct possibility. I also think that Philadelphia is a distinct possibility. If you are boys, I think Boston is a pipe dream. But okay. those are the only possible places I we, see in the East. We haven't even gotten to Boston yet. Sorry. Okay. So if you're if you're best friends with LeBron James, mm-hmm. Chris, do you? And you're just keeping it real. Do you say yes, Sixers? That's the place <clears throat> you need to go because that. If rings are so high on the totem pole of who's the GOAT, like, do you really think he's going to win? What are the odds of Embiid staying healthy for an entire season? I think that the odds of Embiid playing 75 games in a, in a regular season are, is slim. I just and do. And However, as much as I love Ben Simmons, he's not a spot What are the shooter. odds that LeBron, even with LeBron that Philly could get past but LeBron, the Celtics next year, though? Le, LeBron, if, like, if you've got a healthy Embiid... Simmons and LeBron. I'll take the I Celtics can't every single. I can't sing wait that for lineup. That series. The every more I've time. looked at it, the worst, the the worst that would be. Like Ben Simmons doesn't have a jump shot. As much as I love Ben Simmons, dude needs to get in the gym and just not stop shooting until it goes in. LeBron likes to play with spot up shooters. He'd be a much better fit in Golden State, obviously. But Ben. St- Ben Simmons, unless he can relocate and park himself, LeBron's not going to Philly. That's All right, not well, we'll see if LeBron is going to Philly on the other side. You're listening to From the Cheap Seats. Check us out on social media at Cheap Seat Radio. You're listening to Chris Lambert and Brandon Adkins on From the Cheap Seats, a production of Cheap Seats Radio. Imagine if I told you that an earthquake was going to hit tomorrow right where you live. That it would be 6.5 in magnitude with aftershocks occurring twice 25 minutes apart. You'd no doubt talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you an earthquake will happen tomorrow. But what if it does? Shouldn't you have a plan? 
Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. When it comes to saving money, don't act like a baby. Goo goo gaga. Be the boss and make a budget. I'm the boss, baby. You're the boss of me. I am the boss of you. Or not. M2. Or not. M2. Need a little help? Aren't you going to do any work? I'm very busy delegating. Create a personalized savings plan. We can share. You obviously didn't go to business school. And get other tools and tips at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. When it comes to saving money, don't act like a baby. Goo goo gaga. Be the boss and make a budget. I'm the boss, baby. You're the boss of me. I am the boss of you. Or not. M2. Or not. M2. Need a little help? Aren't you going to do any work? I'm very busy delegating. Create a personalized savings plan. We can share. You obviously didn't go to business school. And get other tools and tips at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Hello, I'm Rob Beckley, lead singer of the band Pillar. I served in the Army Reserve for eight years, and it taught me lessons in teamwork, leadership, and organizational skills that I still use today. Serving part-time in the Army Reserve also offers skill training, money for college, and bonuses up to $20,000. So if you're up to the challenge, talk to your local Army Reserve recruiter today or check us out online at GoArmyReserve.com. You too can be Army strong in the Army Reserve. And now, from Sanford, North Carolina, Chris Lambert and Brandon Atkins. I got money, I got fame, fast cars and everything. Yeah. All right, I'm not 100% sure why, but instead of breaking down the Eastern Conference finals or previewing the NBA finals were fixated on where <laughs> LeBron might go next year. But now I can't it's, I can't stop. It's more it's exciting like than LeBron versus MJ talk that's coming. It's coming. Honestly. It's coming. But here okay, so we've we've eliminated Golden State. We've eliminated Golden State. So Golden State is off the board. One, because I don't think Durant's gonna opt out. I why would he? Just stay there. I was thinking about that last night as I watched in the aftermath. And there were there were a couple things. One, I want to point to as everybody was hugging and high fiving and, you know, kibitzing on the court at the end of that ballgame, Harden had walked off, taken his jersey off, and was in the locker room. That says some things to me about him. And Brandon, I told you before the weekend, Harden had a chance to redefine his career. This is a guy now who's been in several big games on a national stage and hadn't come through in any of them. Well, you know, LeBron storms off the field at the end of game sevens that he leaves, but he's left everything that he has out on the court. I can't say the same thing for Harden. He just looked like a bad sport getting out of here. You know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm with you. Is uh, Golden State Durant's team? Yes. And that's why he'll Indisputably. Because he doesn't want to be the guy. He doesn't have that killer instinct oh, and that want. Oh, no. Hold on. He he doesn't want to be the guy like a LeBron. He doesn't have the same killer instinct like LeBron. I, I, Bro. I could not disagree with you more. When they need a bucket, that's who they go to. And he delivers. He is the best score. And, and don't misquote me here. 
Kevin Durant's the best scorer in the NBA. But he's perfectly fine not being the guy and still being the best scorer in the NBA. Kevin Durant, if he goes anyplace else and continues to put up numbers, is going to end up top 10 all-time scoring in the NBA in history, period, and will have a Hall of Fame career. Got it. Yeah. Or he can stay where he's at, keep that team intact, and be in the conversation as one of the best five players who's ever played basketball. And he should. How old is he? Because I know Steph Curry, I saw he was 29. We always look at LeBron James. He's 33, right? Mm-hmm. As ancient history. And he's only four years older than Steph Curry. Well, he, if LeBron stays in Cleveland, he's got about a year or two left. So. <laughs> well, maybe, but he's he'll be, got – He'll be burned out. I think let's – stay, let's stay on topic. I think Durant would be best suited by staying in Golden State. I don't think Durant's going anywhere. So and, like, and and to your point, Trent, mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm willing to say that he doesn't have the killer instinct like LeBron. He's 29. 29 years old. He's got four or five years of prime <laughs> yeah. left. Why would he not want to vie for an NBA championship every year? He now, should the one stay thing, right where he is. Let me be a homer. Go ahead. Opt out. Go let Kyrie be the guy and sign with Boston. Well, that, that's wishful thinking. That's a that's a bad fit for Boston, given the moves that they have made up to this point. Because you're talking about him, and now all of a sudden competing for playing time with Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum. Boston would have to reinvent that roster to make Durant make sense. Yeah. However, Boston Boston is the one team out there who is not afraid of making an enormous move. And I don't think that Ainge is so proud that he would hold on to Gordon Hayward just for the sake of having Gordon Hayward. And he has to be looking going into this offseason at Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and thinking, these guys' stock is at its highest ever. If I'm going to get something out of one of these kids, maybe now is the time because both of those guys are on a trajectory to be max deal type guys. Well, and I've already got Terry Gordon Rozier, Hayward, though. who Can plays I, the same position. Yeah. So somebody's got to go at some point. Let me just say this. Sure. As soon as Jason Tatum dunked on LeBron <laughs> and bumped him in the chest, that Celtics team became his. It's no longer. It's no longer Kyrie's team anymore. That's Jason's. You know, like how these, like wolf packs and the wolf like imprints on and you know, like punks down the other wolf. That's what just happened. You have a six. Is LeBron six eight or six nine? I've been seeing six eight. I've always thought he's six nine. Uh, six eight. I'm gonna go with six eight. Jason Tatum six eight. Looking him eye to eye. Two hundred and five pounds. He's got all this time. He he just turned twenty. He's got all this time to put all this muscle on. That is his team. He is not going anywhere. No. Everybody on that Neither roster. Brown. Will, Both of them. Okay, so. So Durant's not going to Boston. He's going okay, to stay so we can take State. Boston off the list too. Yeah, and LeBron's not going to Boston. Okay, hold up. Let me talk to you uh, about okay. this. Okay. Why? Why would you say that he's not? Why would you take Boston off the? Because table? you're going to alienate Kyrie Irving. So what? So what? I, Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward is what they want. Really? They don't want LeBron. Yes, the, the two guys on the bench. Why would you give up Kyrie and roll with Terry Rozier and have LeBron for two years? Let me ask you this: If Anthony Davis was available 
for Kyrie Irving or for Gordon Hayward, would Boston part with one of those pieces to get Anthony Davis in there? Maybe Hayward, but I don't think they're going to part with uh, Irving. All right, let me put the four that should – if LeBron to Celtics, because y'all are jumping ahead of me. I've always been talking to Chris about LeBron going to the Celtics. If LeBron went to the Celtics, you keep Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Tyron Lue's cousin, by the way. LeBron James are, is friends with Jason Tatum's um, parents. You keep Al Horford on that team. That's your four. Who cares? You 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 have picks. My man Chris DeLambert's favorite player on earth, uh, DiFincenzo, is like staying in the draft. Maybe you get. Well, yeah, he just had lunch with uh, Danny Ainge, so guess where he's going. I mean, look, they have Hayward goes away, Kyrie Irving goes away. If I'm LeBron, let me just switch back to LeBron. If I'm LeBron and I'm looking at, look, if the last nail in MJ's coffin is the rings, I got to go to the Celtics. Playing under Brad Stevens, under Danny Ainge, playing with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Al Horford. He's never really had – when's the last time LeBron's had somebody like Al Horford down low? Okay, let me – just just to be devil's advocate. Okay. Before Trent jumps in and sense, comes across though? the table. You are making sense-ish. Here's my thing. Boston is a team that is predicated – on moving the ball around, getting the best shot possible, and playing lights-out, high-energy, high-effort defense. Does that really sound like what LeBron James has done at any point in his career? I, I would argue that he has played really good defense. Oh, no, no. I, oh, I, no, he's a good defender. He is a great on-the-ball yeah, yeah, individual yeah. defender. But do you see LeBron diving on the floor for loose balls? And my question with that is, is that if you bring LeBron in at 33 years old, you're not going to expect that from him. So if you don't expect that from him, can you expect it out of Tatum, Brown, Smart, whoever else is out there? I just wonder if it's not a step backwards in terms of the chemistry that Boston has. And it's not a knock. I'm just making an observation that that – with LeBron James, it doesn't even make any sense at this point in his career for him to be going balls out on defense, diving for loose balls, doing all that stuff. I understand what you games a year. But at that point, if you set, well, these are sort of the LeBron rules, the rest of you guys need to go out and do this stuff. Yeah, but like LeBron's last championship came because Kyrie, he could go on cruise control and let Kyrie take some of the scoring responsibilities. I got you, it. You have that in Tatum. I say get rid of Kyrie and get rid of Hayward. Keep the guts of the team. Keep smart. You know, everybody's talking about, you know, their trade values. Keep Rozier smart. Keep those four that I mentioned earlier. Keep all your picks. Rozier has uh, one year left on his contract at $4 million. Smart is a restricted free agent, which they're going to put a $6 million cap on. He'll probably...